liked your intro better. The one you, you cut out? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now presenting Lauren and Kevin. Are you ready? Wait, we're making another one? Shit. <laughs> okay, I like that one. I think we Shit, can keep that right. one in there. All right. Alrighty, welcome back to Nothing About Something. I am your host, Lauren, and today we have a very special episode called Is It Normal? I thought about it in the bathroom at Kevin's gym, and ever since, super excited to do it, and... Now we're here. It did take me a long time to get all of this information prepped, so I'm very excited to Ooh. present it to you. But anyways, Kevin, you want to tell us a little bit about you before we get started? Sure. Yeah, 24 years old and a happy relationship with a crazy redhead, her, Lauren. Do you ever feel in danger? Oh, fuck yeah, all the time. <laughs> I'm always in danger when I'm around you, but the cool part about dating a redhead is there's never a dull moment in your life. Ever. Ever. It's like having kids. Never a fucking dull moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking laying down. I was laying down on the couch just minding my own business. All of a sudden, she punched me in the foot. I was like, what the fuck? I punched you in the foot? Yeah, remember? Oh, oh you, that was, kicked me in the foot? I don't know. It kicked you in the arm. Oh. <laughs> <I don't laughs> Close enough. But yeah, um, I'm Kevin. I'm dating this crazy bitch. I born and raised in Texas. Lived in New Jersey last year. Now I'm back here. I travel the world for a living. I'm it's pretty cool. And now you're doing a podcast. Now I'm doing a podcast better, with Crazy Lauren. You better send this to everybody you know. Huh? I said, you better send this to everybody you know. You're using me? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alrighty. Are you ready to get started? What are we talking about? Is it normal? What's no- what, is what normal? A bunch of shit that Hi. I'm about to bring up. Hi. All right. Before we get started, I do want to enter a disclaimer. That we are not therapists and we're not qualified to diagnose any of these situations and be able to determine if they are in fact normal. Normal is subjective and we are not out here to judge you whether you think these things are normal or not. These are just opinions. All right. Now that we have that out of the way, I have spent a lot of time browsing the internet on all different platforms, trying to figure out what some people might find, nor- what some people might be wondering if what they do is normal or not. That doesn't make sense. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, you have some is it normals for me as well, right? Yeah. Are you sure? It took me like a tenth of the time it took you to get yours, but yes. I think that's how it works. Males versus females. <laughs> but all right, I'm going to start it off with a heavy hitter, and I think we can just alternate back and forth. Okay. All right. Is it normal to experience an orgasm while working out? Fuck no. You don't think so? You know how awkward that'd be for guys? <laughs> like you're just pitching a fucking tent in the middle of your workout, and all of a sudden liquid goes everywhere. I don't know about <laughs> girls. Would well, y'all start screaming? The guys would be like, ah. Well, I, I think it's a quieter and I, I feel okay. Okay. Well, what's your answer? My answer is no. 
There is such thing as a corgasm. So experiencing an orgasm while working out specifically during core exercises is the phenomenon known as corgasm. Although it's not very common, it can happen to some people, usually women. According to experts, the physical activity of working out combined with the release of endorphins and the activation of the pelvic floor muscles can lead to corgasm. And this is totally a real thing. I will tell you, I have known people to have this happen, not myself. Yeah, because you don't do abs, ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's not possible for me, period. But I have known, I think, one or two people that this has happened to. That's so weird. Just being involved in the gym for a long time. You I, don't, I, don't, I don't know anyone. <laughs> it's a girl thing. I, I don't think girls really talk to guys about this. Of course not. That'd be really I don't know. Sometimes when I do calves, I start to feel some type of way, but it's not anything that's too yeah exciting. Spicy. But I used to really like calves, so you know. While corgasm is the most frequent type of exercise-induced orgasm, people can also achieve orgasms while biking, running, or doing other forms of exercise. It's not necessarily an expected part of working out, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> Sex is a workout. What happened during that? Oh my gosh. Yes. Working out. Yeah. Stay on topic. Cardio. No. <laughs> no. But as usual, everything that I found, I will link in the description. So if you have any more questions about corgasming or any of the other things we talk about today, it will be linked in the bio. What, what kind of websites are those on? Healthline.com slash corgasm. I was going to be on like, on like P-Hub or something like that. P-Hub? Yeah, Pornhub. Oh, That's what I the kids are calling it nowadays. I thought you were talking about like P-Hub. Like there was some like P-Fetish website. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's called wetworks.com. <laughs> I actually have no idea. Okay. I sort of want to look it up now. Well, later after the podcast. All right. <laughs> so you look some up too. Or didn't necessarily look them up, but you thought of some is it normals that we could share. So give me one. Okay. First one I have memorized. Oh. After that, I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. All right. So is it normal to keep items in your shopping cart for a really long period of time online? Yes. I would say yes. Yeah. I like to mull over a decision. It takes me a little while to decide that I, if it's a bigger purchase, it takes me a while to decide if I actually want to okay. make the jump on it. So I will look at a re something for a long time before I actually make the purchase, which could be bad in some cases because I've done this with flights before, before trips. <laughs> so I know that I'm going to need it, but I'll still mm -hmm. mull over the decision mm -hmm. of which airline I'm going to take. And then it comes down to a few weeks before our trip. And then my flight is significantly more expensive. So in some th cases, I feel like it's better but yes, I, I think it's normal, completely normal. I agree. I have a $6 cable in my Amazon cart that I haven't purchased yet, even though it's free shipping and free returns. I'm just like, yeah, I don't need it yet. $6? Yeah, for a cable. Like it connects like a little thingy to a thingy. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like two female adapters? Mm -hmm. you know? Anyway, I think, I think that's we've normal. established that it's normal. All right. Okay. Is it normal to sneeze every time I go outside? <laughs> I am not a doctor. You like to think I'm a doctor sometimes. He, she's like, oh, Kevin knows everything. He's, he's an engineer. He's a doctor. He's a pilot. He's a lawyer. Which I can't do a lot of those things. But no, I don't think it's normal. 
I think it's normal. Every I, time yes. you walk out that door. Okay. Every time I go outside, if it's a hot sunny day and the sun is shining on me, I'm going to sneeze. I feel it coming on. Walk. You're in a movie theater. Okay. okay. And you get used to that lighting out there, but you're in the movie theater in the middle of the day. You walk outside. Boom. Sunlight. The next thing I'm going to do is sneeze. And have a orgasm. No. A little tip for you. If you're ever thinking you're about to sneeze, a little trick is to just stare at a really bright light. Not the sun. Don't stare at the sun. Exactly. So is that what you're getting at? What I saw is if you've always suspected sunlight can make you sneeze, you may have a genetic trait called photo... Photic? P-H-O-T-I-C? Photic sneeze reflex? Anyways, it's thought to be present in about 18 to 35% of the population, which, A, that's a really large range. I know, I was about to say. <laughs> it's anywhere between 0 and 100%. But I found this on several different sources. Okay, 23andMe did a little article about this photic sneeze reflex and healthline.com. Once again, I will link everything. However, it, it is a thing and it's genetic and I do it. So then when I was on the topic of sneezing, I saw from 23andMe.com that each sneeze sprays thousands of tiny droplets surprisingly far and fast. They can go further than two and a half feet and move at the speed up to 12 miles per hour. Isn't that cool? Your sneeze can move faster than you can run. You... You, you, you can't run faster than 12 miles an hour? I don't think many people can, right? I don't know, honestly. The treadmills go up to 12 miles per hour, but... Oh, yeah, I, I run it like... Yeah, I don't excuse me. The There's no way you run at 12 miles per hour. Let's downhill. be honest. <laughs> no, you Let's would, be honest. What's that supposed to mean? You would roll downhill. <gasps> she just called me fat. Oh. See, I can't do that to her. She's not. She's gorgeous. But if I did... Are you saying there's a double standard here in our relationship? Yes. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't know the rest of the words. Gobble me, swallow me. <laughs> anyway, is my turn? We yeah. established that it's sort of normal. It is normal. if So sneezing Caveat. when you go outside is normal. If you have this rare or somewhat rare genetic trait called photophotic sneezing reflex. Okay. All right. Question. Yes. I think this is a yes for most people, but I think some people might find it gross and repulsive. Okay. I'm trying this new <laughs> thing called gaslighting. Am, am I doing good at it? I don't even know if that was right. No. Oh. You are not even close. What, what do you mean Oops. gaslighting? You're just <laughs> being quiet. Uh, question for you. Is it normal to enjoy watching pimple popping or other gross videos of the like? I saw that. I don't think so. I think, that, well, there is an audience for it, obviously, since the Dr. Pimple Popper account has so many likes and follows and traffic on it. But I don't think it's necessarily normal. I don't think I could spend much of my time watching that. But that's just me personally. So I, I'm sure it's somewhat normal. I think there's definitely a market for it. I wonder why. It's weird. I, I, I think it's pretty cool. Like, you see those massive pimple videos. Like, they cut it open and they squeeze it out. And a bunch of, I think it's fake, a lot of them. But some of them might be real. It's like sort of gross, but it's sort of satisfying. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's that it's satisfying. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's your verdict? That pimple popping videos, pretty normal? Yeah, I'd say so. If it wasn't normal, I don't think it'd be too popular, right? Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. As I was looking through Reddit trying to figure out is it normal topics, mm-hmm. one of the things that I came across the most was people talking about stealing shit. There is an overwhelming amount of people on Reddit that confess to stealing things. So that brings us into the next topic. Is it normal to steal things? No. Okay, Mr. Sticky Fingers. No. Well, I mean, what would we say yes and out myself for everything I've ever stolen? Kevin makes me uncomfortable. Every time he gets intoxicated, he gets sticky fingers, as he calls it, <laughs> and will steal shit from wherever we're at. Not like big shit. Like the worst thing I ever stolen was New York City. I got drunk and I woke up with a torch in my pocket. I don't know how I got it. Like Eric. a baby torch? Like you would? Like, yeah, like what you would use at a, a bar to like, like burn the top of martinis or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. And I wonder yeah. how you got it. I don't know. And I, I get lighters. A lot of the things are like fire related. Like I'll, I'll like get drunk and the next morning I'm like I have more fire. Like, yeah. Yeah. And- Every time you get drunk, you have a fascination with fire. <laughs> Every, Every time. No, I don't, I'm, it's not when I'm drunk. It's all the time. But to answer your question, I think it's unfortunately normal to steal just the, the severity of what we're talking about. Is it normal to steal a car? No. Is it normal to steal a pencil? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit better. Like a pen. Yeah. Is it even considered stealing if you go to a business and they have a bunch of pens that have their information on it and you take one? Is that considered stealing? No, they want you to have it. Okay. All right. Free advertising. So I have this situation that I came across on Reddit. It was a newer post. I'm not too hot takes. Love that podcast. So I'm not going to get super into the details of this post. But I do want to read it to you and get your opinions on it. So years ago, I worked at 7-Eleven and usually did the swing shift when their branded fresh items like sandwiches and salads and stuff expired. You're supposed to throw them away. I would grab a new trash bag and put it all in that and grab all of the other garbage bags and take them out at the same time. Garbage would go in a dumpster and I would hang the bag of food on the fence hanging over the backside. When I finished my shift, I would go around the backside of the building and grab it and ride my bike home. I couldn't afford much food and I didn't want to be on any kind of welfare because I am able-bodied. It was my workaround, but years later, I still feel guilty about it. I was told by the manager and franchise specifically that it would be theft. I asked, and they didn't want the liability. So, my question, is there a good kind of stealing? Would this have been an instance of a good kind of stealing? Yes. Okay. Would you like elaboration? Yes, please. That's tough. I mean, there was an example recently. I think it was H-E-B in Austin. They threw away a bunch of food because the power went out because of all the ice storms we had. And it was perfectly good, but the per-store policy, they had to throw it away because the power went out for long enough to where it wasn't refrigerated for a certain period of time. So they didn't want to be liable for the food going bad. But the food actually wasn't that bad. So they threw the dumpster and someone tweeted or something, free food. And so many people came over. This is the current state of our economy and socioeconomic factors nationally. A lot of people showed up. A lot of people showed up. And the police officers had to come and tell them to fuck off pretty much, I think. I don't remember if the don't quote me on that, but I think the police came. But anyway, it just goes to show it's the statement is like one man's trash is another man's treasure. One man's literal trash is another man's food if it's nothing's wrong with it. If I'm gonna throw away an item, I was thinking about throwing away some clothes the other day and then I like I was like, What am I doing? I can donate these. It's like mm-hmm. you're it's just a change of hands from somebody who absolutely has no 
does not care what happens to that food to someone that or the clothes or food, whatever, to someone that could actually use it. In the case of the Reddit story, honestly, I would say that per an analytical side, like looking at it deeply, I'd say it's wrong because the company said no. Mm-hmm. And they're not willingly giving it to you. And the reason they said no for the most part, I'm sure it's because of legal reasons. If she consumed that food and either died or got food poisoning, the company probably wouldn't be found liable, but they don't want to take that risk. And it's all about law at that point. But if the company is throwing away perfectly good food, I don't see any issue with you taking it if you're taking on that own risk and you're not going to sue them over it. Yeah. I see no issue. With it. From this post, it seemed like he or she was hungry and you're probably not making the most amount of money mm-hmm. working for 7-Eleven. So instead of throwing that food away, why not take it? If it expired that day, it's probably not going to be bad for another few days. So yeah. he or she probably took that into consideration. However, they still feel guilty about it years later enough to post it on Reddit. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. And a lot of comments were saying that they're going to get karma points, good or bad, from stealing. It's, it's, like, it's like the people in Austin at the HEB. No one's getting hurt except for HEB's legal team. That's mm-hmm. it. And then as long as no one sues, if enough people go do something, they're going to sue. So that's why HEB has to cover their own ass. And why was it 7-Eleven she worked at? Yeah. 7-Eleven has to cover their own ass. If you're just doing it for the basic necessities of sustenance i don't see any issue with that i agree even though it would technically be considered stealing at the if you're throwing something away at that point i don't think it's no longer stealing in my opinion Mm -hmm. you are throwing it away you are deciding to give it away to the trash can Mm -hmm. at that point it's anybody's treasure but i don't think that would really be stealing However, I, I think that would be pretty normal. Honestly, if I had to throw away a bunch of perfectly good stuff, I'd probably take it too. I, I would say that kind of stealing is probably normal. Yes, and if you're drunk, stealing fire. Oh my gosh. My turn. Yes. Oh, money. We're getting old. <laughs> I know. Ripe age of 24 and what are you, like 18? Readjust a little bit. All right. Is it normal to enjoy the smell of gasoline, markers, or other strange scents, like uh, shoes or tires? Yes. I like the smell of tires and Sharpies and leather. I feel like leather's a normal scent because it's in candles, but they don't really make Sharpie-scented candles or... What was the other thing I said? That leather. I said something else too, right? Oh, boy. No. Oh. Maybe. Tires. A tire. They don't make a tire-scented candle. I wish they did. Yeah. But guys don't buy candles. I think that'd be a big guy thing. Actually, I think I see, do you think boatenders would be okay, be, be okay with the tire-scented candle? I don't think so. I don't think most people would be okay with a tire-scented candle. I love candle. walking in a tire store. Going to Sam's Club and the tire's on your left. Oh. It's that good for you? I like it, yeah. Huh. I feel like it's a little chemically smells a little rough. Same yeah. with the Sharpie. I can't smell it for a long period of time, so probably candles wouldn't be the best idea. Oh, I just put one in each nostril and just start... I think my best friend just... used to like the smell of gas. I think oh, that used to be... Oh, Jet A fuel? Grade Jet A, whatever the fuck it's called? Yeah. Smells good? Oh, yeah. Why? I don't know. It just smells great. Does the jet fuel smell different than car gas? A little bit, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I can't describe it, but it just smells different. So I guess what you're saying is, yes, it's normal to like the smell oh, yeah. of... I have a coffee mug, and it says, I love the smell of jet fuel in the morning. Yeah. It's great. That was, that's, a, I guess, a, yeah. 
I don't snort snort sharpies. Just letting you know. Okay, I don't either. Actually, people used to try and get high off of those. That's what I'm saying. I made. That's why I made the joke. Yeah. 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 I shove them up my nose. I've tried that before. Back when I was a freshman in high school, I I snorting him. No, just you can't snort a sharpie. I don't know how drugs work. It's not a drug. It's a marker. But it is a drug. But you can't. I don't think it's a drug. It's behind glass doors at the at the store. Yeah, you can't buy it till you're 18. I'm sure it's killing so many brain cells. If you start to inhale that kind of stuff, that's so potent. You're definitely killing brain cells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it does smell good, though. I-, I just won't intentionally smell them nowadays. I'm not going to just take a giant whiff, but I would say it's normal. All right. Is it normal to like the smell of my own gas? Like your own suits? I know. We just got aura on smell theme here. I know. Um, I Maybe? <laughs> I don't really particularly like the smell of mine farts. And, you don't? And you, women don't poop or fart, so I don't. They don't. But if we did, we would probably opinion. like it. Oh, really? I think so. <gasps> it's actually quite common to enjoy the smell of one's own gas. That? This is because the human brain habituates easily, which means that if we are exposed exposed to a certain stimulus such as a smell of our own gas repeatedly we become accustomed to it and might even find it pleasant this is from menshealth.com so of course it came from a menshealth.com because they were men asking this question not females however the article also notes that many people find the smell of their own gas less offensive than the gas of others this is because our brains are wired to recognize the odor of our own gas and we are therefore less likely to be disgusted by it. Did you know there's a pill you can take to make your farts smell like cinnamon rolls? No, there's not. There is. No, there's there not. There is. Where? I don't know. What do you mean where? You think I take them? You know about them. That'd be pretty cool if I took them. I wonder if like they're mouth pills or butt that pills. That is probably you so bad. think they're bad butt you. pills? Are you lying? I'm not lying. We're going to have to look it up and link it into the show. Maybe they have an affiliate link or something. Make Sponsored. some money off of uh, cinnamon roll farts. Huh. Okay. So you are indifferent about the smell of your own? Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, good job, Kevin. And sometimes, and most times I'm just like, it's, it's whatever. Do you ever l- quite literally blow yourself away, pun oh. intended? Ha. <laughs> Where you're like, wow, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I've done that a time or two, I think. Even though girls don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Yeah, moving on. Uh, next question. Uncomfortable here. Well, women don't do that. All right. Okay. People are going to call you sexist. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a joke. Oh, do the people know that? Can I not say one group of people does one thing? Is that, can I not say that anymore? You. I'm harassing you. I'm harassing you. Move on. I could go on a soapbox. Is it normal? To keep your childhood stuffed animal or blanket as an adult. Yes. Yes. I agree. I have. My Moving own. on. No. No, seriously. No, I, I think yes. I have, I have kept my blue bunny that I've had since the day I was born. It's a little bunny and mm-hmm. he has a little rattler in it. He's had to go through different outfit changes because he's gotten really dirty. So I think my grandma had to gut him or, I don't know, redo the fabric on his main body. But his original feet are still there. Yeah. My grandma gave me a stuffed dog. Never named it. It's just my stuffed dog when I was little. And I've had him my entire life. But when I was, like, I don't know, 8 to 10 years old, somewhere in that range, below 10, 
we had a garage sale. My mom put it up for sale, and but she didn't know how special it was to me. So it's not like she's a terrible person. She's an amazing person, but she put it up for sale, and for the luck of whatever gods you believe in, Jesus was looking after me. He said, "No, you're gonna keep that dog. That is sentimental to you, and it's gonna help you grow up sane and normal." Anyway, I found the dog in the garage sale. I'm like, Mom, you can't sell it. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, can I buy it from you? I was like, no, it's your dog. Just keep it. I just won't sell it. <laughs> That's so, so I sad. I still have it. It's uh, in Del Rio with me right now. Oh, I bet Kelly felt real bad about that one. Probably not. She was probably stressed from the, the, the garage sale. That's so funny. I told you about the time that I threatened to throw my blue bunny off the cruise ship. Yeah. My longtime stuffed animal that I've had since the day I was born, blue bunny. My family and I went on a cruise when I was about five years old. And I remember getting really mad at one of my parents. And I was so angry that I took my blue bunny and I went on the balcony of the cruise ship. And I looked at one of them and I said, I'm going to throw this guy off the balcony right now and I think it was my dad he was like you're never gonna get it back and I'm like what do you mean (laughs) and he's like it's gone it's not gonna bother me but I was trying to get a rise out of my parents and both of them are like well if you throw it like you throw it it's your loss you would have been devastated I would have been and then whenever I realized that my parents weren't angry that I was gonna throw my blue bunny off the balcony and they're just like it is what it is then I immediately was like well if this is not gonna upset them this is really gonna upset me so I just I brought the blue bunny back in and I remember crying about it I was so upset that I would have even thought to do that to blue bunny and to this day I very vividly remember that moment I was so sad you trying to make people mad yeah, I've upset never been trying to get a rise out of people since a long time ago. Redheads. <laughs> All right. Is it normal to think about other people during sex? We're going to learn a lot about each other in this one. Mm, I mean, I don't think about other people. But is it normal? Like, do you think it'd be acceptable? Is it normal? To <sighs> oh, think- normal. That's two different things. Normal, acceptable. Yes. I'd say it's normal. I feel like there's a lot of people that need spicing up and a lot of people that maybe are dissatisfied with their sex life and they need to get a rise out of thinking of someone else, not the person they're with. And that's not the case with you and me. We don't even we, do yeah, those we, things. We've never, I I've never, I've never not. seen a naked woman body mom. Yep. Dad. If your dad's even listening happily he, in yeah, Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> if you can figure out how to turn on the, the internet. <laughs> Kevin, how do I turn on this the c- computer? I, is it a Mac? No, dad. It's an HP. Well, I, did I buy it on Amazon? They sold me my Wi-Fi. Like, dad, Amazon doesn't offer Wi-Fi. Actually, they might. I don't know. But, I'm going to uh, send him this episode, the link to the Google Podcast episodes. He's going to be really mad you're making fun of him right now. He won't know how to work Google Podcast. Put it on YouTube. You just press play. Ah, he could figure that out. He's smart. He's yeah, he's a pretty smart guy. How do we get from sex to parents? That's <laughs> absurd. Yeah, I think it's normal though to think about other people. Is it good? That's another question. I'm not going to answer that because I don't want to piss anyone off. Actually, I would love to piss people off, but this isn't my podcast, so I won't piss anyone off. So thinking about other people during sex is a common phenomenon, and it is not necessarily an indication of an unhappy or unsatisfactory relationship. In fact, many people have sexual fantasies and may think about celebrities, strangers, or even aliens during sex without it being a cause for concern. Aliens. 
However, if someone finds themselves regularly fantasizing about somebody else during sex, it could be a coping mechanism to deal with negative feelings about their relationship. I could totally get on board with that. I can too. Yeah. I, I think that every once in a while, I think it's normal. It's okay. It's not like you're saying the other person's name. That would be a little bit of a problem, I yeah. think, if accidents happen. But I feel like that would be a little too far. But I think if occasionally something pops in your head and you just want to run with it, I think it's fine. But if it becomes a chronic habitual thing, I think that is an issue. And you should definitely talk to your partner about that. Agreed. Yeah. Well, so is it normal? I think that's really subjective. I would say yes, it is. But I think that you have to know what's healthy and what's not. If it's to the point where it is really taking up a huge portion of your brain space while you're canoodling with your partner it's probably not a very good idea and you should probably talk to them about that and figure out the issue i agree not that we've ever done any of that but I agree. we don't canoodle don't. canoodling is for when you're ancient <laughs> okay oh i only got one more yeah she spent like four or five hours figuring this stuff out and i spent like 10 minutes but i only got five and she got nine yeah. So per minute. Oh my gosh, it wasn't five hours. I was doing other stuff. I did other stuff too. Okay. Is it normal to enjoy eating bizarre food combinations like pickle and ice creams? Ice cream, singular. Yes. If you're high, yes. Okay. I think if you, when, I, I don't know the science behind it, but I think if you have smoked a little bit, of marijuana and you sometimes you just get really hungry for things that aren't normal so i i think it is normal i think whenever you do smoke or just sometimes in general if you're super hungry some things just sound good or if you're pregnant yeah i'm sure your emotional state can play too like what if you're super happy or depressed like one like an extreme of some emotion some people use eating as coping some people use eating as enjoyment just pastime or whatever or you're just you're a weird motherfucker and you like weird things yeah I, I i think that's normal i don't think there's anything wrong with it whatever floats your boat do you put ketchup on your eggs i used to yeah so that's apparently it's pretty controversial yeah same thing with pineapple on pizza oh i love yes. we both are pineapple on pizza kind of we had hawaiian pizza last night oh yeah <laughs> i like pineapple on pizza but not jalapenos Fuck jalapenos. You don't like anything spicy. Yeah. It's gross. I'm lucky that you even eat red pepper flakes. Yeah, because you sneak it into my food sometimes. <laughs> no, I, I own my own red pepper flakes. I think you bought the your own red pepper flakes for a meal that we were making. You didn't... I own my own red pepper flakes is what I said. <laughs> the acquisition process was not established. Is it? normal for your girlfriend to hit you she hit me earlier what, what did you do you punch me yeah, it was i forget you punch my no you kicked my arm did you kick, you kicked my i did kick your arm yeah you kicked my arm i was ha just playing around i know you were but harder than you were expecting i was like ah <laughs> I, don't know, I was like a bruise, but 
Well, I felt really bad. But then she kissed it and made it feel better. She didn't actually kiss it. I felt really bad because the your eyes went from happily enjoying your reels that you were watching to really angry right away. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could just see you didn't make an angry face or anything, but I could just tell by your eyes that I had fucked up as soon as I hit you a little bit too hard. So then I had to become really nice to compensate for it. And then she drop kicked me in the balls yesterday. It, that was an accident. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I drop kick you in the balls? Because I was tickling you and your legs were going all over the place. <laughs> exactly. So it was warranted. Oh, a little bit. Not really. She almost kicked her mics earlier too. Okay. Because you were tickling me. But anyways, on a serious note, is it girlfriend? Is it normal for your girlfriend to hit you? I would say absolutely not. I think in a playing situation, sure. Yeah. But uh- a serious Take it away. You're the guy. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, as a guy, like myself, I, I enjoy it when, like, a playful punch or something. Because then I'll, like, I'll, like, hit back a little harder just so you know I could, I would always win. <laughs> Not an abusive way. No abuse or anything happening here. I know you internet trolls are going to try and ruin our lives, whatever. True. <laughs> but, no, but for real, it, it is a stigma that, like, in abusive relationships, it's always the guys beating the girls. It can go the other way around. If it's an abusive relationship where the g- girl's hitting the guy and the guy, a lot of the time we can't hit back because that's the social norm. Like, you, one, you can't beat up a girl, so I can't defend myself. And then, two, a girl beating you up shouldn't hurt you, and it could hurt you. It, it could be more than physical pain. A lot of the times it is physical pain, but it could also be emotional pain. Mm-hmm. Like, this girl that I love so much, she's beating me every day, and I just have to deal with it. It goes both ways. Men can beat women. Women can beat men. Yeah. Totally not okay yeah. at all. And that is an abusive relationship. And whenever we talk about abusive relationships, we typically try and advise people to get out of those abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. So if your girlfriend is hitting you and it is not playful, it doesn't feel playful, you've told her to stop, that might be more than counseling. That might be you need to try and get out of that situation. So no, I don't think it's normal for your girlfriend to hit you unless it's playful. Yeah. If I ever slap the shit out of you, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my first instinct might be to slap back. I might get close. I don't think I would because I would actually hurt you and I don't want to. But I would. I would never slap you, though. Oh, it would I never know. be mean. Yes. So, no, it's not normal. She bit me earlier, too. On my arm right here. I was tickling her and her instinct was to bite me. You're making me sound abusive. I can hold my own. It's the redhead thing. All right. Is it normal to get mad at the sound of my alarm clock noise? You mean my alarm clock? <laughs> the one that you hate and you say at a normal basis. I'm really proud of this alarm clock. I am very passionate on my sleep. I've done a bunch of research. I've spent thousands of dollars on sleep technologies and whatnot just to make sure I can sleep very healthily. I have this bed that cools and heats me using AI technology during the night. It literally senses my body to like improve my sleep with different temperatures throughout the night it's amazing and then i have a sunrise alarm clock that imitates the sun rising in the mornings because i all, i always wake up before the sun rises for my job well not recently <laughs> that's a different story though but for the most part waking up at five in the morning sometimes four in the morning and when she comes over to stay over your fucking alarm clock is waking me up that's the point of an alarm clock <laughs> it hate the because it's natural and it's not your phone and you waking up to immediately start scrolling on TikTok. So yes, I think it is normal to for some people to hate some people's alarm clocks. I hate hearing my iPhone alarm sound. It makes me irrationally angry. That's what I wrote down. 
That's all you had to say after I got off my soapbox. Yeah. I can't stand the of my alarm clock. It's the Apple uh-huh. sounds. Do you, do you hate have the, everyone. Do you, do you have the default one? Have you changed it before? I've changed them all, and I don't like them all. Have you ever, have you ever had uh, alarm clocks actually click, so it's like a good alarm clock, and you, ha- you use it for weeks and weeks, if not months and years, and then all of a sudden that's someone's ringtone in public, and it like gives you a little bit of... PTSD. Yeah, morning... Yep. P- I, that's happened to me before, and it like freaks me the fuck out. I'm like, is this a dream? <laughs> it happens at the airport sometimes. It makes me think, oh, fuck, I'm dreaming. I'm missing my flight right now. And I just like, pinch myself, snap out of it or something. Yeah. I wonder why there's so many negative associations with waking up in the morning. I don't know. Because it's weird. Because if you sleep too long, unhealthy. Sleep too short, unhealthy. But if you wake up at just the right time, it still sucks. No matter what time you wake up, early, late, or on time, even if it's like the healthy time. Like for me, that's seven and a half hours. <laughs> it still sucks. Every fucking time. Every fu- And then I have, to, I have to program my bed to heat up to 110 degrees just to burn my ass out of bed every morning. You're a lot nicer in the mornings than I am, though. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's the night owl. I'm the morning person. I will wake up. I'm like, good morning, sweetie. And she's over here like. You know, some people aren't going to be watching on YouTube. I don't care. So your facial expressions didn't translate over Spotify. But just so you know, Kevin made an interesting face. Yeah, my morning routine consists of me rolling out of bed, walking straight to my Keurig, turning it on, putting a cup of coffee under there, and just walking around dead until my coffee's done brewing. Mm -hmm. Then I go pee, then I get back, and I grab my cup of coffee, and I sip it. And then all of a sudden, once I sip it, things are just so much better. One new thing I learned about Lauren this morning is the thought of coffee coming actually can wake her up a little bit. (laughs) It was weird. I asked her this morning, I'm like, you are very... Like, upbeat this morning. What's going on? I, I was like, you haven't even had your coffee yet. And she said, the thought of the coffee is keeping me going. Imagine a world where I didn't have coffee. The end of times, we're going to have some kind of method to make coffee. Otherwise, I'm screwed. Whenever we do our doomsday bumper preparing. Which we would never do. Don't come to us for doomsday. We need Crap. coffee. Because otherwise, I'm just, imagine end of life, end of world situation. I'm already pissy. Waking up the next day, oh my gosh, maybe things will change because our priorities will shift, but I'm still probably going to need coffee. Gotcha. So yes, I think it's completely normal to get mad at the sound of your alarm. And if you do, I I feel you. I feel your pain because I get really upset when I hear it, especially in public. If somebody has the sound of my Mm -hmm. alarm, it drives me nuts. All right. This one's a little fun. Is it normal to sleep naked? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's normal. I I don't don't see why it's not normal. I, it's shit, like, last night I slept with a shirt and underwear on. Some nights I, I most nights I only sleep with underwear on. Some nights I sleep naked. Shit, like, yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. I feel real exposed sleeping naked. If somebody were to come into my house. True. And... I'm naked. I'm not going to want to put clothes on, but that's going to distract my reaction time because I'm going to feel the need to put clothes on. So wait up, sir. Let me, I'm grabbing my gun and my clothes. Not in that order. I'm putting my clothes on first and let me grab my gun. Or, all right, now you can come in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking around on Reddit. I, I searched this question. Is it normal to sleep naked? And I found some comments and I thought it was really funny. So I'm going to share. Okay. If you die in your sleep, your ghost clothes eternity is being bare ass naked 
What? Isn't that a mind fuck? So I think I, I look pretty good naked. But that means your ghost clothes, because that's true. Your ghost clothes are going to be naked. You're not going to have any other clothes on. The outfit that you died in, I guess, is your ghost. And so you're just going to be a naked ghost. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, disprove it. The next comment I found, I once heard somebody answer, <laughs> I don't want a spider crawling inside of my, a vagina. Even though I don't have a vagina, the argument was compelling enough to not sleep naked. Oh my gosh. Actually, another reason not to sleep naked, I just thought of, what if you have a drip of pee that comes off in the middle of the night? I don't know. I, just, I, don't, I don't pee the bed, but it's like, what if there's like a little drop that comes out that I never know about? Do little drops come out when you're not trying? I don't know. I don't know what happens when I'm asleep. I don't think that's normal. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is that normal? That's a question for you guys. Is it normal for little drops of pee to come out at night? This is this is awful. This is why this podcast is X-rated. Or not X-rated, R-rated. Explicit. Explicit rated. It's not going to be X-rated. <laughs> Oh, oh, I, yikes. All right, well, continue with your, your Reddit thing. Okay, I like to wear underwear when I sleep. It keeps the junk from flopping around. Yeah, that's a good point. The last comment was, my boobs get in the way. At least with a shirt on, they have something to be in between them. And I agree, because when you're cuddled up, it's just kind of weird. So having that yeah. shirt's a nice little barrier. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can get down and dirty with that. Yeah, yeah. And I guess we're at the last one that kind of went by quick. Oh, no, I have two more. I have two <laughs> more. I skipped over one. Okay. I'm going to start with a little bit. Of, I'm going to start with a deep one, and we're going to end on a little happier note. Okay? Okay. Is it normal to be happy, healing, and hurting at the same time? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's normal to experience a shit ton of emotions all at once, and that's a little bit what I found when I looked all this up because always looking shit up but what i found online was healing is not often a linear process and there may be moments of joy relief and hope alongside feelings of sadness anger or pain experiencing a mix of positive and negative emotions at the same time can be a complex and confusing experience while it may seem contradictory it is not necessarily abnormal to feel happy healing and hurting simultaneously I, so I agree. I think that you could be in a really good situation in life and always still have a little bit of anxiety. So, yeah, I, I think that's normal. I agree. My mentality on it is 100% agree with that. And on top of that is life is too short to not be happy at all times. If I go through the worst breakup or death in the family or whatever – in life, like I'm still going to make every effort to be happy and not just put on that happy face. I want to actually genuinely be happy because I think that's good for your health. It's good for your overall well-being. And why do you want to be depressed? Some people in this world want to be depressed. It's just how it is. That's just not me. I want to be happy as much as possible. Yeah, and I wouldn't even say some people want to be depressed, but some people don't really feel that they have the ability to get away from their depression. And roping in i think communication is an important aspect to healing so if you are constantly feeling those feelings of hurt or depression and you're not communicating your feelings and you're not talking it through the likelihood of you actually being able to get better is going to be a lot smaller 
Christian and I actually talked about that in our drinking and debunking episode. It's not necessarily the ranting that can make you feel better. It's the getting a solution to your problems. So maybe people who seem like they want to be depressed, Mm -hmm. they just necessarily don't have the means to get over that depression or they haven't had the resources to get through that, which makes them seem like they want to continue to be. Okay. I think it's normal. Like, yeah. like, you, like what you said, yeah. you're in the healing process while also going through the rest of life. And ending on a light note. All right. This one is from me. I asked this question, is it normal? Because I'm truly curious if this one is normal. Is it normal to assume that every time I can't find something in my house or my apartment, someone broke in and stole it and is just fucking with me? Every time. That's normal? Yes. I have never lost anything in my life. It has always been stolen every single time. (laughs) Okay. See, you're being facetious there. I don't even know what that word means. So I can't be it. Hey, Siri, what does facetious mean? Facetious means treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor. I am being facetious. (laughs) You are always being facetious. But um, for real, if I lose something, it's always someone else's fault. Never my fault. I've never lost anything. Except for that time I put my iPad in the fridge. That was genuinely me. (laughs) Don't know how it got there, but it got there. No, I think it's pretty common for people's first instinct to be to blame it on someone else. It's the easiest out. I try to make an effort to immediately take blame for things because most of the time you're the one that lost it. It's whatever. But I think it's very normal for people to think, no, not my fault. I would never lose that. Someone else must have been play here. I lost something like yesterday and I couldn't find it. And I almost, I think it was this morning, actually. I couldn't find something. It was the pan that we used to cook the eggs in and I couldn't find it. And so I figured I'm like, entire pan. I'm like, oh my gosh, Kevin, somebody must have broke in the apartment and took the pan just to fuck with me. And they're messing with me and they're trying to see if I'm going to notice. And so every time I lose something, I figure that other stuff is going to start to go missing because there's somebody that is intentionally trying to mess with me. Where was the pan? In the dishwasher. Where you put it last night. Yeah. I think it's pretty normal. Is it normal? Is it normal for you? Do you think that other people would find that normal? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I walked around my house once with with my PlayStation controller in my hand for like 30 minutes looking for my PlayStation controller. Hmm. And it was in my hand the whole time. It was very embarrassing, but no one saw. But now everyone knows. You're an interesting guy, Kevin. I know. (laughs) I would like to hope that you think so. Did you really go through all your is it normals? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, I guess that's it of nothing about something. Is it normal? Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I am glad we're going to have to do another podcast episode together. I like the business idea one. Yeah. Big business junkie. I like all that shit. So we're going to talk about businesses next time. Like maybe some wacky business ideas that we can rate and talk about. Yeah. Something fun, entertaining since everybody's on this trend of gig economy and working from home. What types of businesses would actually be beneficial? Actually, if any of y'all have any ideas, contact her on the, the nothing about something Pod, what the Instagram? What's your, there you uh, go. Plug your Instagram right quick. There you go. Nothing about something podcast Instagram. She'll do it. I call her every night, so she'll. Oh my gosh, Kevin! Someone gave us an idea. Oh, 
And then I'm going to rate the idea in my head and be like, oh, that's a pretty stupid idea, actually, but we'll talk about it. That is not how you are going to get people to come in ideas. No, give me the stupidest ideas you have. That would be really fun. Yeah, because the stupider, the more content we have to talk about. Very true. And actually, what if it isn't stupid? You think it's stupid, you send it to us. It's a million-dollar idea. We delete the message. We take that business idea. We go with it. There's no proof that the message actually came from you. We become millionaires off of your idea. And there's no proof. Perfect crime. Anyways, that is it for Nothing About Something. I appreciated you being here today. Thanks for having me. And nothing that was said on this podcast can be used for legal evidence. We are not therapists. We're not qualified to diagnose your situation and deem it normal or not. So thanks for tuning in. If you have any episode recommendations, as Kevin said, we will give you some business idea credit for your recommendations just slide into our dms and we would love to talk about your topics once again thank you for listening and feel free to rate and what's the word comment subscribe and yeah those yeah do all of that do stuff that helps the algorithms that's what we need from you that would really help wow yeah so if you enjoyed this today feel free to rate and subscribe adios